Good morning, everyone. And a very warm welcome to worship with Paisley St. George's, wherever you may be. If you're sitting next to someone you don't know, take a moment to say hello to them. And if you're sitting next to someone you know well, still say hello. It's good to see you here. Whether you're worshipping with us for the first time or the hundred and first time. The intimations are in the order of service. The worship team will meet after worship this morning in the Lesser Hall. The annual stated meeting of the church will take place after worship on Sunday the 26th of June. At this meeting, um, the accounts will be presented and we'll talk a wee bit about St George's because it's the first annual stated meeting since we united to form St George's. The Kirk Session is called to meet on Tuesday of this week at 7.30 in the downstairs hall, as always a good attendance is requested. A note from the Social Committee saying it's wonderful to be telling us again of all the forthcoming events and next Saturday the 18th of June a coach has been booked which will leave the church promptly at 10 o'clock. It will leave St George's Cossy side at 10 o'clock to go to Trachir House and Gardens with high tea in Peebles getting back at 8.30pm. There are still seats available on this coach so if you wish to go please see Anne sitting over here in the white jacket. She'd be delighted to take your booking and sort out the payment with you. Next Sunday, there'll be a retiring collection to support Adam's House, the local Church of Scotland residential home for people who suffer from dementia. And next Sunday also will be communion. We'll celebrate communion here in St George's Cossyside at 11 o'clock. And a wee reminder from Margaret, who organises the rotas, please let her know if you wish to stay on or come off the rota. And to those of you sitting there thinking, do you know, I could help with a door duty or I could act as beadle. Please, please volunteer. Volunteers are always welcome for all sorts of tasks in the church. So it'd be good if you could do that. And these are all the intimations. Creator, Redeemer, Guide. Wonderful mystery, Trinity. We come in awe today amazed and bewildered by your love for us. We offer you this time of worship as we seek to know you more. So let's stand if able to worship God in singing and it's, the, it's what the choir has just sung so we've had a wee clue in. We're going to sing a modern version of today's psalm which you'll find in the purple hymn book at number five. O Lord, our Lord throughout the earth. Hymn number five.
now let's come to God in prayer. O Lord, our Lord, how glorious is your name. But Lord God, we try to define you at our peril. Our finest metaphors fall woefully short. You are not our father or our mother. You are not king or judge or shepherd. You are not one or three or impossibly both. You are all of these and none of these and many more besides. So as we draw ourselves into your presence, as you draw us into your presence, may we stop overthinking and simply allow you to be in all your mystery and complexity. I am who I am. I will be who I will be. Just as you encourage us to be ourselves and to come without pride or shame, exactly as we are, to come to the one who made us and who knows us and who loves us. And that is enough. It is all we need. Gracious God, each one of us has a different story to tell, but the themes are familiar. We come with our joys and our sorrows, astonished at the sheer miracle of being alive and aware at the same time of how fragile a thing it is to be human and to be mortal. If we love, we will have known the pain of loss. And if we don't, we might as well not have lived at all, for love is at the centre of everything and what makes it all worthwhile. And if it's true what Jesus said, that you and he are one, and if his life is the measure of your love, then you also know love's blessing and its cost. And that, strangely, is enough. It is all we need. Loving God, we bless you for being part of our crazy human story from the moment it began, for showing us in Jesus how a single life lived well can change the world, and for your presence with us still, enabling us by your Spirit to live our lives to the very fullest and to your eternal glory. And so we ask that you would hear us now as we pray in Jesus' words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning, boys and girls. Hi, Alexander. Who else can I see? I can see Ben and Haley. Are you coming out? Good. Are there any other children hiding anywhere that I can't see? Oh, Ben, you've got your hair cut. Already... It was your dad. It's looking very smart. <laughs> it really is. I like your t-shirt. Think outside the box. That's always great advice because that's a good idea. But just now we're going to think what's inside the bag, aren't we? Do you want to see? Okay, have a look. Have a look. Oh, what have you got, Ben? I've got triangle. You've got a triangle. Okay, 
What have you got, Haley? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. You know what it is, Ben, Rob. We'll come back to it in a minute. What have you got, Alexander? A bike. Now, is it a bike? No. What is it? It's a picture of a bike. Yes, absolutely. It is a picture of a bike. It's, it's a tricycle. Okay. So we've got a tricycle. Uh, you want to hold that? A triangle. And it, that's exactly what it is. How many feet has it got? Three. So have you any idea what it might be called? It's a it's not a tri it's got lots of triangles in it, hasn't it? Uh -huh. It's called a tripod. Because it's did you know that then? And I didn't give you a chance to answer, I'm sorry. So it's a tripod. So all these things begin with tri T R I triangle, tricycle, and tripod. Yeah? Okay? And tri means three. And today is a special Sunday. It's called Trinity Sunday. And Trinity begins T R I as well. Do you want to hang on to that just now? And it's a Sunday when we think of something unique about God. So let's think about what you know about God. When I say God, what do you think about or who do you think about? Let's talk about God. Who else do we might mean? Jesus. And who did we talk about last Sunday when we had all the fun? And I'm glad to see somebody's hoovered up. We talked about the, the Holy, the Holy Spirit. That's right. And we also think about God as being our Father or our Creator. Because when we say the Lord's Prayer, we start off with the words, our Father. So there we've got God being Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Or God is our Creator, our Redeemer, and our Comforter. So Jesus, the Creator, and Spirit, they're all part of God. Three parts, one God. I'm going to come back. I have three legs on the tripod, three points in the triangle, three wheels on the tricycle. So, I've got a sheet that you might like to fill in, and I've taken what I've done. I haven't told anybody, but I've taken the cushions away from the front pew. So, if you want to work there, you've got a nice hard surface to lean on to colour in. So, you might like to colour that in. And I've also got something else for you to colour in. I've got one of these for you to colour in. And there's one on the Ordre service. And this is called a trichetra. And it's a symbol that represents God as Father, Son, and Spirit. Now, I'm going to put that one down there and I'll put this down. You can colour it in whatever you like. You can just fill it in. Do you want to hold on to yours just now? And if, the, if you'd like to look in your Ordre service and see if you can spot the little trichetra there, then... You don't need to cut them out, you can just colour them in, Haley. okay? You can maybe cut it out at home. Okay, so, ha look at the trichetra. How many parts does it look as if it's got? Three. Now, take your finger and follow it round. You might want to try this as well with the little one. It's got three parts, but what happens? You just keep going round and round and round, don't you? So that reminds us that God is the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, three in one. So there is trichetras for you to colour in, sheets that you might want to do. 
coloured pens and pencils in the box there and you're welcome to either sit on the pew and lean on the pew or kneel on the floor, do what you like and we're going to sing in our next song because it sings a father Jesus and the Spirit. So we're going to sing from the little blue book, from St George's Praise, number 80. Father, we love you, we worship and adore you. And you can don't, just, there's plenty of pens, so you've got plenty to do. Many people try, and usually scholars can drive a tank through the explanations, for they all fall short. But let's do some thinking. So, Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. Or, God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. However, the Son, Jesus, is not the Father or Creator. Jesus is not the Holy Spirit, and the Father, the Creator, is not the Holy Spirit. Complicated, isn't it? Uh-huh. Somebody tried to explain it like this, that how many of you are Doctor Who fans? Or how many is willing to admit to being Doctor Who fans? <laughs> Maybe that's a better question. Okay, David Tennant is Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi is Doctor Who, Matt Smith is Doctor Who. But Matt Smith isn't David Tennant. Nor is he Peter Capaldi. And David Tennant isn't Peter Capaldi. But they're all Doctor Who. So it's really difficult. Uh And then somebody else suggested, and I was going to bring more visual aids with me, but I thought I'd just bring some water. But water can exist in three states. We can have liquid water. We can have solid water, ice. We can have 
gaseous water, steam. And they've all got different properties. They're all made of the same thing. They're all made of molecules of water, H2O. Liquid water can flow and so can steam, but ice can't. Steam can drive a steam engine, a boat or a ship, but water and ice wouldn't be able to do that very well. You could build a house with ice. Hayley, what do you call a house built with ice? An igloo, yeah. But I wouldn't like to try to build a house with water or steam, but they're all H2O. But let's go back to God. And we meet God in different ways. I suppose we experience God in different ways, in the same way as we experience water in different ways. We meet God in different ways, and the Bible uses different words to talk about God. We know God as the one who makes us the creator, our father or mother. We also know God as the one who is with us, the one who came to earth and walked alongside us. The one who is with us and for us, Jesus the Son. And we know God as the one who has been sent to be with us at all times, the one who is always among us, the Spirit. But we're going to park that there for a wee while because I've got another activity for the children. Something else for you to do. You're going to have a busy morning. And maybe this is the next thing you need to do and come back to your colouring in a wee while. Are you managing to fill that out, Hayley? Right, I've got here little blank jigsaws. Now, what I would like you to do is to take it out and keep it, if you can, intact. Draw a picture of it of something that's maybe quite recognisable. Okay, draw a picture on it. And then when you're finished, we'll do something with it. And I'll give you an envelope as well. So I've got one for you, Hayley. Okay, do you know what you have to do? You're going to draw a picture on that. It would be good if none of you saw what the other one was doing. So you kept them secret maybe a wee bit. So there's yours then. And Alexander, there's yours. Okay, there we are. So we're going to do that. Right, so you might want to draw a colour in a picture on the jigsaw, something you know lots about. It might be a car, it might be a train, it might be a teddy. I don't mind. And when you're finished, you've got an envelope and we'll put your name on it and we'll talk about what we're going to do. All right, so that's your next task. Okay, and we're going to come back to these jigsaws later. Promise you. So, I like to keep the children busy. And maybe some of you are sitting there going, I wish I had a jigsaw to colour in. Is anybody going that way? Liz, do you want a jigsaw to colour in? Since you said, we'll give Liz one. Don't know. Oh, they can't get in to open them. All right, okay. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Right. Have you got, if you got in, right, right thanks, Heidi. <laughs> I hadn't tried to open them in case I lost all the bits. So, what we are going to do now is we are going to sing again. We're going to sing from the hymnary, the purple book, hymn 600, Spirit of God, Unseen as the Wind.
Ben, Alexander and Hayley, when you've finished colouring in your jigsaw, break it up and put it in the envelope and then swap it with someone and see if you can put it together. Okay, so you can put somebody else's jigsaw together. So once you've finished colouring it in, break it all up, put it in the envelope and swap it with someone. Okay? So, while the children are busy, let's think about today's Gospel reading. It's very short and it's part of a longer passage where Jesus explains the work of his Holy Spirit to his disciples. And the reason that these four verses are chosen to be read... Sorry, I've missed the readings out. <laughs> and nobody told me. <laughs> Sorry, Liz, I beg your pardon. That's fine. Just mix things up. So we turn now to scripture. And a scripture will be read for us by Liz. Oh, that was well, it then. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so while Liz is looking that up, our first reading is from Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 to 4 and 23, 22 to 31. So Proverbs chapter 8, reading from verse 1 to 4 and 22 to 31. Hear how wisdom calls. Hear and understand loves her voice. She takes a stand at the crossroads by the wayside at the top of the hill, beside the gate at the entrance to the city, and at the approach by the portals she cries aloud. It is to you I call, to all mankind I appeal. The Lord created me the first of his works, long ago before all else that he made. I was formed in earliest times, at the beginning before the earth itself. I was born when there was yet no ocean, when there were no springs brimming with water before the mountains were settled in their place, before the hills I was born, when as yet he had made neither land nor streams nor the mass of the earth's soil, when he set the heavens in place, I was there, when he girded the ocean with the horizon, when he fixed the canopy of clouds overhead and confined the springs of the deep, when he prescribed the limits for the sea so that the waters do not transgress his command, when he made the earth's foundations firm, then I was at his side each day, his darling and delight, playing in his presence continually, playing over his whole world while my delight was in mankind. The second reading is from John chapter 16, and it's reading from verse 12. 
There is much more that I could say to you, but the burden would be too great for you now. However, when the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all, into all the truth, for he will speak on his own authority, but will speak only what he hears, and he will make known to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and make it known unto you. All the Father has is mine, and that is why I said, he will take what is mine and make it known to you. The readings of God. Thank you, Liz. And in some ways that gave the children a bit more time to colour in, so God works. God's spirit works in mysterious ways. So, have you finished your jigsaws? And then they'll swap. That's great. That's fine. That's super. Thank you, Irene. So, the gospel reading is very short. Part of a longer passage where Jesus explains the work of his Holy Spirit to his disciples. And these four verses are chosen to be read today on Trinity Sunday because they're one of the few places in the New Testament where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are mentioned together. And they hold, if you like, the seeds of the fully developed doctrine of the Trinity. For the three members of the Trinity are all co-equal, so they're equal to one another. Co-existent, they exist together. And co-eternal, they will last forever. And in these few verses, there is a huge amount for the disciples to understand. But Jesus reassures his friends that they know enough for now. They know enough for now. And the Holy Spirit will come to guide them into a greater understanding in the future. And what was true for the disciples all these years ago is still just as true for us today. For our experience of God grows and develops. It's informed by the past. And we will always have more to learn and to understand. But we live in the now. We live in the now. And the Holy Spirit will give us what we need to do that. And in the gospel, Jesus speaks as he does so often with authority. He speaks with authority about the inner workings of the Trinity. As well he might, since all that the Father has is his. All understanding of the truth, all knowledge of the future, and full entitlement to divine glory. But at the same time, when Jesus speaks, his humanity comes across with real poignancy as he faces his impending death, leaving so much of what he wanted to say unsaid, and his disciples nowhere near ready to take over the work of the kingdom. And like all of us, the fully human Jesus, Son of Man, Son of God, has to accept that his life on earth will not go on forever. And despite the confidences with which he assures his friends and himself that the Father and the Spirit have everything in hand, there's a strong sense that he's having to leave when everything within him is crying out to stay. And it must have taken him great self-restraint not to burden his friends, not to load more onto his friends than they are ready to cope with, to handle. And his concern for them at great personal cost shows us the extent of the divine love and just some of what this entails. 
But there's a welcome openness and honesty about this passage. Because it also gives us the permission, if you like, not to have all the answers about God. Because let's be honest, when folk ask us, sometimes we stutter and stumble. So we don't have all the answers. And this passage, in a way, tells us that's fine. That we don't have all these answers about God or about all aspects of our faith. And God's self-revelation through Jesus Christ and through the spirit of truth is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process that's tailored to each one of us and tailored to our ability to understand it, to absorb it. And it's unlikely to be completed this side of eternity. I can't remember the exact words in 1 Corinthians 13 about seeing through a mirror dimly and then I will see fully. And there's that there. There's always something new to be learned about God. And that's a lifelong process of learning. Whether we're as young as Ben and Alexander or maybe as old as Laurie. So from what, five, four, five? Who's still five? Are you six now, Ben? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. whether we're six or 98, we're still learning And we're learning through the joys and the sorrows, the triumphs and perhaps apparent disasters of life. That's why we're here. And we can safely trust what we don't know with the one who does know, who knows us well enough. For God knows us well enough. He knows each of us. He knows us well enough to stretch each one of us without hopefully burdening us with more than we can bear. For God is Father, God is Son, God is spirit. God is creator, redeemer, and comforter. And let's just see how the youngsters have got on with the jigsaws. Have you managed? No. Are you managing? Is it easy? You're done, Haley. This is Alexander's. And, and Alexander's getting there with yours. Well, you've got a car and sky and the road. Excellent. Yours isn't something random. Right. And are you struggling a wee bit with that one, Ben? Yeah. Uh huh. Is it easy to do that jigsaw? I can never You can never do jigsaw. What makes it easier to do a jigsaw at home? What have you got? It's not easy at home, but what have you got at home that would help you when you're doing a normal jigsaw? The picture. You've got the whole picture to copy, whereas here you haven't got the whole picture to copy. So you didn't you didn't know what you were making there. That's yours. Excellent. Super. So you've drawn the cross with the sun and lots of blue sky, so no wonder it was hard to do. I don't know what Liz has done. And she's struggling, right? Okay. That was Ben's. (laughs) You think it's I've come to have a wee look. <laughs> oh, it's all in black and white, so it's even as hard. And of course, it's heart-shaped jigsaw, so there's no straight edges. I don't believe in making things easy for anyone, but we're getting there. Now, Haley, tell me about your jigsaw. Why you made it that way? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, haven't I? Did you do it because we're in church and it makes you think about Jesus? 
You did it because you love Jesus. Wow, what a superb thing to see. And now it's breaking up. Okay, so why did, now who drew the car? You did. So why did you draw the car? You like cars. Okay, and we're finding out what's on the other ones. So it's difficult, I know. And Hayley, I'm sure you could tell maybe a bit more about your jigsaw at some times. Alexander, what's your favourite car? A BMW. So, wow. I know. So, how do we find out things that we don't know about? How do we find out more about things if we don't know anything about them? What can we do? We can go to school, okay, yep. We can ask questions, we can talk to others, we can read books, all sorts of different ways about it. And you know, we can find out about God in all sorts of different ways. We can find out about God by asking other people what they know about God and what they think about God. We can learn more about God by reading our Bibles. Just, and we can help we, all of us, can help other people learn about God by talking about him and sharing his love with us, just in the same way as the children have helped each other to learn a wee bit more about their jigsaws. And I think Liz is still struggling with that one, and I think Ben's still struggling with his. But, you know, that's what we're all about. You think it's a... A teddy bear? Is it a teddy It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. And sometimes images can be really struggling. Now, so we've talked a wee bit about how we could find out more about God. And when you come to Sunday school, you hear stories about Jesus and about God, don't you? And when he talks to his disciples, in this story, Jesus was talking to his disciples and they didn't always know what he was talking about. And Jesus said that when he went back to God, he would send his Holy Spirit to be a helper. Send his Holy Spirit to be a helper, not just for the children. And what I'm saying is not just for the children. And what I'm saying to you, the children might hear and might not, but it doesn't matter. We're all here together and we share our love of Jesus with one another. We share it in the way that Jesus was a great storyteller. And so if we tell, talk to one another simply, because Jesus never used big words or convoluted language. Jesus told things simply. He told things in a way that people would understand. So when we talk to one another about Jesus, we don't need to use great big words. We can use simple words and tell him about that. And when Jesus was talking to his disciples in today's Bible story, he was talking about when he would go back to God, to be with God, and he talked about how he would send the Holy Spirit. And remember what fun we had last Sunday, when he, we remembered that he sent the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And God still sends his Holy Spirit to help all of us to, to do what he wants us to do. And if we look back at our trichetra, the one that's printed in the order of service, and think of it as being an image of representing God and Father, Son and Holy Spirit, all entwined together. You can't pull them apart, can you? You couldn't separate them in that. 
And if we look to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we might just learn a wee bit more and have some more of our questions about God answered. But at the end of the day, God is God. And we cannot shoehorn God into human understanding. So I'm going to go back just because I'd like to finish with a short reflection. So where I say I, you can put yourself in the word I. I can't take it all in. It's all too much for my wee, finite mind. How can I understand an eternal, infinite God? Do you ever get so frustrated because you want to know more about God? Sometimes I think I know everything, but I cannot grasp the real deep meaning of God. The meaning of whatever is in my heart, the meaning of the love of God, the meaning of the suffering of the world. I don't have the ability to fathom the mystery of God, the mystery of the eternal, infinite God. It's so hard to understand God at times. The truth is, Jesus said he has more, much more to say to us. But he's also said that we cannot bear or grasp his words for now. So let us learn to live day by day and word by word with the help of the Holy Spirit, piece by piece, like a divine jigsaw puzzle, until the day we can get the full picture of God, when we meet God face to face. Amen. We are going to worship God again in hymn 113 from the church hymnary, God the Father of Creation, hymn number 113.
In a moment or two, the choir will sing the anthem as the offerings are brought forward. Now, just now, because of the Church of Scotland is still recommending that we do not pass the plates, our offering plates have been sitting at the entrance to the sanctuary so that you have the opportunity to give. And next Sunday, on Communion Sunday, again, because of the same reason, the bread and the wine will be the little fellowship cups that we've used in the past. But this time they will be in our normal communion trays and will be held by elders at the door as you come into the sanctuary. Just to try and get back to a little more of what life was like before COVID. So now the choir will sing the anthem as we bring forward our offerings. our blessings we've made our offerings so now let's dedicate these offerings in prayer let's pray gracious God you held nothing back when you shared all that you have with Jesus and he has shared all of himself with us which means that we are rich indeed no matter how much or how little money we have help us to be equally generous in sharing ourselves with others 
our time, our skills, our listening, our vulnerability and our strength. May your spirit direct us to where we are most needed and give us strength when our self-giving is as costly for us as it was for him. Amen. Our prayers for others will be led for us by Liz. Let us pray. Lord, we come together to pray for others. We pray not just for our friends and family, people we know, but we pray for people we have never met and probably will never meet. We pray with people all over the world who have come as Christians to worship you. They are our brothers and sisters. We pray for people all over the world who have never heard of your love for us, how you gave your Son, our Lord Jesus, to be with us on earth for such a short time, and you taught us of your love for us and how we should share the good news of your love. Father, we look around the world and we see wars, famine, drought and disease and we should hang our heads in shame for it is our fault that these things happen. You gave us a planet to be caretakers of for us to protect for future generations and we have failed. Forgive us. We pray for the homeless and the hungry. We pray for people trapped in war-torn countries who live in the ruins that were their homes. We pray for those nearing the end of life's journey. Give your angels charge over them. We pray for ourselves. Forgive us, Lord, for the many sins we have committed. We pray for the Christian church worldwide, that it may grow and bring the good news to all the corners of the world. We pray that one day there be not one country in this world that does not know the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Liz. We close this morning's service of worship by standing if able to sing hymn 112, God Who's Almighty Word, hymn 112.
God, our maker, bless us with wonder. May Jesus, our friend, bless us with stories. May the Holy Spirit bless us with wisdom and love. May the mystery of the Trinity be our travelling companion all our days. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, rest and remain with each one of you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore.